What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that never thought it would see a giant carrier ship do an Akira slide, it's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, streaming live most Fridays are available to download later in your podcast feed, unless of course you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Patrons get those perks. This is the Viking way. I'm your host, Aaron Dicer, and he really values when people use violence for him. It's one of his love languages. It's Andrew Ormsby, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. Ahoy! Each week we'll chat about movies, TV, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. Mr. Ormsby, it's you and me, buddy. We're going old school. Kicking it old school today. Old school today. Just the two of us. We can, yeah, make we can make a podcast if we, if we try, just the <laughs> two of us. You and I. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, the duet. Uh, okay, so we've got a couple of movies that we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do a best ever challenge, uh, movies featuring rappers. Uh, so where a rapper plays one of the, the lead roles or one of the major roles, I should say, not cameos at least. Uh, we'll yes. be talking about that. And we'll do some buried treasure as well. Um, let's get right into it. Let's talk about Expend for Bulls. We'll talk about Expend for Bulls. Hey, why are you here? I got this situation where I need your help. I need bad friends. Was that the new guy? Is that sniper? Don't worry about it. I got a prescription scope. Oh, guys, remember this face. Don't shoot it by accident. <laughs> Terrorists have taken possession of nuclear missiles on a cargo ship off the coast. If these babies go off, it'll be World War III. Armed with every weapon they can get their hands on and the skills to use them, the Expendables are the world's last line of defense and the team that gets called when all of their options are off the table. But new team members with new styles and tactics are going to give new blood a whole new meaning. Uh, all right. Expend four bulls. Andrew, before you give us the like it, love it, dislike it, hate it, or it was just okay. 
Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about your familiarity with the other three movies. Well, I've seen them. I liked the first two. Second or the third one was a garbage fire. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that there is. I think that I, if you understand and you can kind of appreciate the types of movies that you know you're getting into, then you can allow yourself to have a good time. Yeah, if they're good. I like the first three pretty much exactly the same, which is to say I don't really like them. But um, yeah. But I but I get, I get what's happening here, and I get why people do like them. Uh, all right, let's talk about number four. Did you like it, love it, dislike it, hate it, or it was just okay? Hated it. Hated it. Hated, hated it. it. Uh, let's pour on the hate. I also hated this movie. Um, wow, it's so bad. The main reason I hate this movie, Andrew, is because it yes. is a terrible, terrible movie. That is the it main is a reason. Very bad. It's just, it's just not a good movie. Like you, like there are many reasons you can enjoy or uh, have a good time with movies. Like no judgment, love what you love, whatever the case may be. But there are certain things we kind of look at as movie lovers, and we go, okay, here's the thing. Here's the reason I fell in love with film. Right, the reason I fell in love with storytelling <laughs> through. You know, motion pictures and the flickering image. And those reasons are completely absent in this movie. Like, you know, yeah. there's, there's nothing for me to point to in this movie and go, ah, oh, yes, the magic of cinema. Um, so I just, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a poorly executed excuse for a movie. Um, does it know that? It might actually know that. I don't know, but I don't know. If that actually matters, um, give me some general thoughts, Andrew. Some of your general thoughts about expend forbles. It's one of those weird instances where you can see that there was a budget put into this. I mean, it wasn't a huge budget, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. some of these VFX shots are like shockingly, like embarrassingly bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you you have to look at this, but you can look at the script for this movie which had to be done in crayon, I have to imagine. Um, and you wonder how this got approved. Like, out of all the the many scripts that could have been written for the fourth Expendables movie, this is the one that, that won out? Mm. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it, it, at least you could say there's nothing... I, I'm trying to find something good to say about this movie, but uh, okay, it's so very difficult. Okay, three a garbage fire, right? So there in, and I I don't disagree with you other than I, you know, I kind of level them all about the same. Um, but if you look at three, you can go, Oh, for instance, compelling bad guy in three, Mel Gibson was a compelling bad guy in three. Like I can pull that out of it. There is no compelling bad guy in this movie, in my opinion. Um, so like, you know, even, even bad movies or movies you don't like a lot of times you can go, Oh, here's, here's something I, I really enjoyed about it. And I really struggled with this. When you look at the other expendable movies, even just like in general, one thing that I always enjoyed about them, it was like, Hey, Every single aging action star is going to show up for a cup of coffee, have a joke, and maybe be in an action scene, you know, together. Like Stallone and yeah. Schwarzenegger together and, you know, whatever the case may be. And this movie doesn't even have that. How do you do the, like, how no. do you do the Expendables when you're like, you know who we got for this one? 
You, you're never going to believe Andy this. Andy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? What are we doing? Um, I, I guess 50 Cent and Megan Fox are supposed to be like the action stars that we're getting here, like the new yeah. blood. Um, I mean, Iku Weiss, of course, is always fun and, and interesting, but e- even he is muted in this movie in some weird ways. Like, I... I just, there was no, there was th- that joy of, if you can have anything from the Expendables movies, the joy of, oh my goodness, look at all of these heroes of the past, you know, coming together, isn't even mm-hmm. here, you know? No. And not not to have to tip too, too much around a big spoiler, but like the big names aren't even here. You know what I mean? No. Like it's, it's just like, no one is here. Like. It's, this is now a Jason Statham movie. That's what this is. This is a bad Jason Statham movie. Yeah, it's the worst Jason Statham movie of the year, and that's actually kind of impressive. <laughs> Fair Here's enough. the thing. Here's why I liked the first two Expendable movies. Here's why, and this may be where you and I can differ a little bit. Okay. When I look at the first two, I look at those and I see my heroes from the 80s and 90s, these giant, Mm -hmm. literally giant action stars. And they're all coming back. And it's one of those things where you watch it and you're like, do they still got it? Oh, they still got it. They don't got it anymore. (laughs) Nobody's got it. Nobody's got it. And I do mean that like. It was to get. Yeah. And I don't mean, you know, like charisma and charm or anything like that. Because honestly, everybody's phoning it in here. Besides Jason Statham, who I think is actually trying. I don't think he's succeeding, but at least he's, you know, putting in an effort where I don't think anybody else is. They're just phoning it in, picking up a paycheck here. I, Uh, Man, 50 Cent is so bad in this movie. I don't think he's any worse than anybody else. I mean, (laughs) I think I think everybody in this movie is cashing a check. Uh, I think 50 Cent. Uh, it, the check is is you know gonna bounce is fifty cents max. Uh, is, is the check? <laughs> uh, I thought he was terrible in this. I thought he was absolutely terrible in this. Um, even beyond the other performances. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, it's a hard movie to talk about when there's not much compelling to even like. You say the movie's bad and it doesn't really deserve much more than that other than please stay away from this this is not a good movie um, i think it might be my least favorite of the year i don't know it's either that or 65 no i think so i th- i think it's my my least favorite of the year for sure um i just i i wanted at least some like sparks of creativity something fun and the the movie just doesn't seem to be able to do that i mean this is before you get to all the terrible decision-making that went to putting this movie together. Just like, oh, we can't get Antonio Banderas back. Let's have somebody imitate him and call them, you know, his, his son, kid. his kid. And here's his character quirk. Oh, he's a real pervert. He's a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Why is this the direction? Like... It was just like, oh, yeah, you know what we're going to do? We know that some of the fans were pretty ticked off. We went PG-13 last time, so we are going R, baby, and we're going to make entire plot points around golden showers, Andrew. Entire plot points around that. That's just, it's it's yeah. wild. 
It's just wild. People listening, you think he's making just a random... No, he's not. I wouldn't that's bring a, it up if actual... it weren't true. Believe me. I wouldn't bring it up yeah. if it weren't true. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had something prevalent to say, but now I can't remember what it was. Oh, I remember. I was going to give this movie props for something, and I'm going to you know, dance around a spoiler oh, here. Oh, I know but exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least I can give the movie props for raising the stakes in a certain way to where I know not everybody is safe anymore, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, you know, there are actually stakes in this one. Mm-hmm. Cool. The, the rest of the movie may suck. The acting may be bad. The CGI may be horrible. But in the end, there were stakes. And then at the end of this movie, I cannot, I have been that livid from a movie in a very long time. So impressive. That's my one pro. This movie got me very, 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 very angry. livid. Uh, it's interesting. It's, it's one thing for a movie to be nothing. It, this could have been a nothing movie. Sure. But it went out of its way to make me mad. <laughs> so. Um, I, uh, I envy you that, that you bought that, uh, even at all. I, I never bought it for a second and it, I, I, I was pre-prepped for my anger on that, uh, just because I assumed that's where we were headed at some point. Um, so yeah, I didn't know how, but I knew what I knew what I knew. I knew the deus ex machina was coming and I knew how it was going to be and, yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> maybe I was just hoping against hope. That's what I'm saying. You know? I, I envy you for for having that optimism. Uh, yeah. In in there. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, anything else you want to talk about with the expend four bowls? God no. Okay. All right. No post credit scene. Thank I would you. just say um, this movie, amongst its amazing decision making, makes the decision to have a major plot point. For one of its characters be to throw away sobriety so that they can be a superhero. Um, yeah. that, that somehow for one of the characters, alcohol is, is, spinach. is Popeye spinach. And that's a choice. I'll just say that. That's a choice. <laughs> oh, man. The movie is full of choices. This movie is full of choices. Uh, and let's just say that we didn't believe they were the right ones. That is Expend Four Bulls. Please, please, please. You do not need to see this movie, even if you liked the other three. Um, however, if you like the other three, I imagine you will see it. And my hope is that somehow you have fun with it. I would, I would love that somebody enjoyed this movie and saw something in it that I couldn't find. Um, but, uh, but I've been, I've been searching, I've been digging and, uh, I'm not finding anything here. So that is expend four bowls. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to the next review, Andrew. Let's talk a little bit about bottoms. We were just practicing for a self-defense club. It's like, it's like a fight club. Yes. Just stay in your lane until you're munching Beaver at Wesleyan. Yes, sir. What's your plan here? Jeff is psychotic, and they're picking on the weak and defenseless. So we teach a bunch of girls how to defend themselves. They are grateful to us. Adrenaline is flowing. Next thing you know, Isabel and Brittany are kissing us on the mouth. 
PJ and Josie start a fight club as a way to lose their virginities to cheerleaders. The fight club gains traction, and soon the most popular girls in school are beating each other up in the name of self-defense. But the pair find themselves in over their heads and in need of a way out before their plan is exposed. Uh, Bottoms came out a while ago. We're playing a little bit of catch-up. However, it is out on uh, video on demand today as we're recording this. Um, so you can go ahead and check that out. It stars uh, Rachel Sinnott and uh, Io Edabriri, uh as PJ and Josie. Um, you may know Io from the most recent season of The Bear, or I guess both seasons of The Bear, uh, as well as Theater Camp. Uh, and you may know Rachel from uh, many things. Uh, what was the... Why can't I think of the the name of the movie? Shiva Baby. Yeah, Shiva Baby um, was that, and that's also the director, right? Uh, that did Shiva Baby did this as well. So, um, yeah, Emma Seligman. Yes. So, what did you think, Andrew? Did you like it, love it, dislike it, hate it, or it was just okay? Loved it. <laughs> I loved it, Aaron. Nice. Um, I liked it a lot. I'm going to go with high side of liked it. Um, Andrew, you loved it. Gush all over the movie, please. It's one of those weird movies where it kind of feels like a Verhoeven movie where the, the, uh, the satire is so prevalent that mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous. And you, you, you realize you don't have to take anything seriously. So if it's ridiculous, you can just live in it, you know, mm-hmm. and just absorb it. Performances all around, incredible. Rachel Sinnott and Io uh, Edabiri, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible. Like, they're automatically going to be, like, in my top 10 performances of the year, or they are right now, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Rachel Sinnott, uh, absolutely just fell in love with her in this. I still haven't seen Shiva baby yet. Uh, everybody says it's remarkable. I don't know it. So I can't really speak to whether because this is just like, is the, the comedy and the satire just like uh, Shiva baby? No. Or is it a completely different movie? Completely different movie. Okay. Interesting. So I it guess it's funny, but is, it's funny in a different way. Okay. So I guess Emma is really uh, expanding her comedy chops here. Mm-hmm. And I dig that. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, I think I think the, the talking about the satire is the right way to go here because it's not just that it's good satire. It understands the tone of satire and how to dial that in where mm-hmm. the movie uh, the movie itself is one of those things where it it goes for the ridiculous in over the topness. And that's the feature, not the bug, right? Like that is, uh, you know, Heather's, right? You know, the old movie Heather's. Oh yeah, Julia Roberts one. No, I don't think or wait, Julia Roberts was in Heather's. This was Christian Slater and. Um, oh yeah, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, yeah. yeah. Um, reminded me a lot of that. Just the idea that high school is. This is how high school feels, right? It feels like yeah. it's that satire, that over-the-topness, all of that kind of thing. Um, and I just think that tone is perfect here. So it, it really, really works. So when a character says something ridiculous, says something that doesn't make any sense in the real world, does something that doesn't make any sense in the real world, you're okay because you've already given yourself to this 
uh, fantasy version of the world, this elevated reality of what's going on here. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I really enjoyed uh, that. It nailed that so well. This movie made hormones a character. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Big Mouth's yeah. job, uh, but yeah. Oh, that's true. The hormone monsters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. Well, already. For some reason, I have Heathers pulled up instead of Bottoms. <laughs> um, let's talk about... What do you want to talk about next? Uh, if we're talking about other stuff that I really enjoyed about this movie, um, I have to say the way that this movie played with topical ideas of youth in the current generation and all of that kind of stuff, uh, I found to be accessible and interesting. And yes, and, um, you know, I, I haven't been in high school for a long time. I'm an old man. I was uh, just about to say, Aaron, we, but, it's been a hot minute since we've been out of But I felt, I felt like I understood the worldview that was, you know, coming through here. Um, and I think that takes talent as well. Yeah. Um, she was able, Emma was able to capture not only uh, the essence of being a human and a teenager, but also modernized it to where it was a way in for people like us who don't know mm-hmm. what modern high school is like. And then in this satire, we can kind of get an idea like, okay, so not much has changed really since I was in high school. People still <laughs> have crazy drama over the little things and they blow things out of proportion. You know, sexual hormones are going rampant and everybody, that's all anybody's thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it's, I was going to say it's it's comforting that nothing has changed, but then I realized uh, I wish a couple of things had changed about high school since I'd been in. Sure, sure. Uh, I think the moment the movie, movie had me, there's a moment where uh, they are trying to escape Jeff, the quarterback, early on, and they're arguing about, just, just pull out, he'll get out of the way, just pull out, he'll get out of the way, and they just inch forward and touch his knee, and it's like mm-hmm. they broke his kneecap. Um, yeah. and everybody just buys into it and just this this whole idea of you know the football team and their elevated status and all of that stuff he's on crutches until he's not um i just yeah. i i don't know i just i found it i just found it kind of refreshing it's nice for a movie to go yeah it's not realistic that's the point you know um did you did you go to a high school where the uh the athletes were treated better than all the other students I don't know. It's hard, it's, it's hard to say. I think that's the norm. Um, I was a one-sport athlete. I played basketball uh, and uh, played well. Uh, so I may be a little immune to knowing if that was the case. You're um, on the inside, Aaron. <laughs> but I also went to a really small high school. Like, our, our years were all about 30 to 40 people. So, like, um, you know, it's, it's not... Uh, not probably the typical. Also, it was a Christian high school. I should mention that as well. So there's, you know, it was a, a faith-based uh, high school. So, um, so yeah, it's hard for me to say if the dynamics worked the same. I will say the human beings were the same. Uh, you know, so there's all those things that teenagers deal with. It doesn't matter what high school you go to. Teenagers still deal with those things. They may just be in a different environment um, with different outlets to deal with them. So. So yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yep. But I don't know if the caste system of high school was as prevalent in my school, but it also may be because I was fluid, man. I, I was also in all the dramatic presentations. So I was like a drama kid. Um, I was in the band. So I was a band geek. Um, you know, like I just, I kind of moved my way in and out of circles. I was in, you know, uh, I always got good grades. So I was in honor society. So it was like, you know, I don't know which we category. You get it, Aaron. You're great, man. I, no, no, no. I don't know which category <laughs> I would I would have fit in. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's yeah. the the weird thing about high school clicks for me is I just, I don't know which click I would have fit in um, because I was in yeah. all of them. In my school, the clicks were very, very prevalent and very segregating. Like, if you were in band, you couldn't do basketball or mm-hmm. football or anything like right. that. So. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the school chose your your uh, your clicks for you pretty much. I want to talk about some negatives I do have with this sure. movie because believe it or not, even though I do love it, I do have some negatives to it, uh, and and they are kind of very minor in their own ways. Uh, the first one is I do think that the plot structure itself is very paint by numbers. There's the there's the build up. Then there's the conflict, and then there's the resolution. You know, it, it's it's done the exact same way in every single movie. But what makes this one special is the journey that you are going on in between these predictable plot movements is so engaging that you really don't care. But if that is an issue for you, this structure of the movie isn't that unique. Uh, the other thing, and again, this is a very minor negative, but... I love the messages that this movie's trying to get across, but sometimes with satire, the satire can kind of diminish the message you're trying to get across because it doesn't come across as authentic or genuine. This is just a matter of taste. I think that this works perfectly, but I am also recognizing that for some people, it's not going to work. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair. I think those are those are both fair things that I felt uh, felt as well. Uh, I will tell you this. I'm excited to see what uh, what Seligman does next. Um, I'm always excited to we to see what uh, Rachel Sennett gets up to. Um, she has been in some really fun stuff, and I always enjoy her. Uh, I don't know if you saw Bodies. Did we review Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? She was great. We sure did, and she was my favorite part of that movie. She was so. great in that. Um, you know, some of those arrows she was slinging about podcasters hit a little little close to home, but uh, yeah. we survived. We survived. Um, yeah. Anything else about, uh, bottoms? There is, uh, something that I wish was in more movies and those are bloopers slash outtakes during the credits. Yeah. Uh, it just felt so perfect with this movie. So yeah, please stick around for those. You, they'll just continue to put a smile on your face. Uh, this is a rewatchable movie as well. I can't wait to rewatch. I think it. you're right about that. I think you're right about that. I think my one last thing is on the scale of athletes turned actors. Uh, Marsh- Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is good. I think he he has a comfortability with uh, humor that a lot of athletes um, don't necessarily have. They get a they get a little inside their head, um, but he seemed very mm-hmm. at home uh, in this movie. So um, so well done. From our Sean as well. Uh, there yeah. you go. That is Bottoms. It is in theater still, but also just out on VOD uh, recently. So you can uh, check gonna that out. I'm going to buy it. There you go. Uh, before we head on to the Best Ever Challenge, I want to thank our Sif Pop members. Thank you for being a part of Sif Pop, for making this thing possible. You can go to patreon.com slash Pop. 
that's S-I-F-T-P-O-P, and uh, see how, kind of how it all works. We do uh, an extra pre-show each week for our SIFBOT members in your own podcast feed, uh, depending on the level you're at. So go check that out. Uh, again, that is patreon.com slash SIFTPOP. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. All right, best ever challenge. Best ever movies starring a rapper, uh, at least a rapper not in a cameo role. Um, And the general idea is that this is a rapper turned actor. Not necessarily mm-hmm. an actor turned rapper, because that adds a few other people, uh, you know, in into the mix. So, yeah. Um, but yes, this is more rapper turned actor kind of thing. This, of course, is because Fifty Cent is in the new Expend Forbles. Uh, so, uh, Andrew, why don't you go first? What is your number five best ever rapper well, movie? First off, uh, I don't know if you did the same thing I did, but I didn't reuse a rapper more than once on my list. I also did not reuse a rapper more than once. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause there's, there's two guys. Let's just say that there's two guys. <laughs> who I think were rappers. I one of them. Who would you, who would you say is the second one? We'll find out uh, later on. <laughs> do you put um, him, do you put him in water to make it colder? Is that, is that who, uh, or do you, do you, do you, do you drink it on a hot summer day? No, uh, I do it for a funky bunch and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, number five for me, this is where I have Den of Thieves. Oh, I had it in my honorable a lot mentions. Of people, yeah. Uh, it's it's a fun movie. Uh, I love heat. And this is a modern heat. So you, you nothing new or special about it, but. They made a solid movie. I really liked it. 50 Cent is the rapper who was in that movie. And he's much better in that movie, by the way. He is uh, much better in this movie. Than he is in Expend Forbles. So, uh, so yeah. I'm glad we're giving him some some love. Um, but yeah, Den of Thieves is a good choice. It was in my honorable mentions. Your number five? My number five. We're going to start with Eminem. I have 8 Mile at number five. Mm. Um, I think this is a really powerful movie. I think it has one of the best closing uh scenes i think the rest of the movie is pretty good but it really lives and dies on the rap battles and i think there's 
just something really, really captivating about Marshall Mathers and, and uh, what he's doing here. So, yeah, that is uh, yeah. that is eight mile at number five for me. Very good. Uh, what is My your number, number four? four? I'm going to go with a film starring Ludacris called Hustle and Flow. Mm, nice. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, wow. What a powerful movie. Um, uh, I, I don't know if I'm using the grind correctly, but a man, you know, grinding to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make a living. And uh, it's it's a rough movie, but I think that Terrence Howard is giving a Oscar worthy performance in this. Ludacris is giving a remarkable performance. He's not in it. You know, he's not like a main character, but he stars in it for sure. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen hustle and flow, great music, uh, great performances. It's a, it's, it's a good movie. I agree. I enjoy hustle and flow. That's a good one. Uh, my number four, we're going to Tupac, uh, and the movie is juice, um, saw Mm -hmm. it for the first time recently within the last year, in fact. And I was about uh, to ask what you think, but you have it high on your list. So I I think it's great. I think it's, it's really good. I think it's the, of the Tupac movies I've seen, and I've watched a few over the last year. Uh, I think it's his best and I think it is. Uh, meaningful, powerful. It is a little bit over the top. It's got a little bit of that um, old school movie over the topness to it, but uh, not so much that it ruined the authenticity for me to be able to connect to just kind of the the um, the gravity, the way that money and those kind of things can bring somebody to a bad place. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd recommend Juice and uh, have it at my number four. Yeah. Uh, all right, number threes. Let's do it. Um, I have iRobot, Will Smith. Hmm, iRobot for your Will Smith movie. All right, very nice. I know. I was thinking long and hard, like, if I were to put in a single Will Smith movie, uh, what would I think would be just my all-around favorite? Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, Pursuit of Happiness or uh, what was the the Selena and, I mean, Serena Williams movie that just came out? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, he's given great performances, but what's a movie that I was just like, you know what? I'm going to watch me a good Will Smith movie today. And it, it was between this and Independence Day. Yeah, but I think I'm going to go with iRobot because Independence Day is a little bit of an undertaking. It's a longer movie, and iRobot is just good, quick fun. Yeah, King Richard is the name of the movie. Um, Thank you that you were thinking of. Yeah, no, good choice. Uh, I actually haven't seen this in a while. I don't remember thinking it was all that great, but I don't remember thinking it was terrible either. Um, so maybe I need to give it a rewatch. My number three is where I have Aquafina. Um, I have Raya and the mm. Last Dragon uh, in at number three. Uh, Very good. This movie is amazing, and I've seen it a few times. Uh, I think it's very rewatchable. I think it's absolutely gorgeous, um, and it deals with a lot of really powerful themes. Uh, I think it is Disney animation at its best, uh, and so, yeah, I really, really dig uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. That is my number I've three. I've only seen it the one time, but I really should go and rewatch it again. Yep. Uh, what is your number two? Number two, this is where I have Ice Cube. I'm going to go with Friday. Nice choice in my honorable mentions. Uh, it's not only like one of the funniest movies ever made, but there's actually a really 
powerful and, you know, important story being told here about what it's like to live in these streets and this whole community coming together uh, in their, I guess, the hatred of Debo. Uh, it's, it's a really cool story of this kind of like how do the right thing made everybody like a family. This whole street became like this giant family unit and uh, Chris Tucker's hilarious. Ice Cube. Ice Cube is a good actor. He's just a good actor. And, uh, yep, if you haven't seen it, cannot recommend it enough. Absolutely hilarious. Nice. Uh, Friday's a good choice. Uh, my number two is uh, Most Death is the uh, is the rapper, and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, is the movie. Mm. I really love this material um, and was surprised by how much I enjoyed the movie as well. Um, I know many people don't. I did. I really thought it was a lot of fun. And I think most stuff is a big reason why it's a lot of fun. Um, dig that performance. Uh, I also think, uh, the robot, uh, Marvin, the robot, uh, makes it, uh, amazing as well. And yeah, good cast, a lot of fun. And if you haven't seen it, you might want to check it out. Yeah. And if you haven't read the books, read those first. Douglas Adams is a genius. Mm-hmm. Aaron, uh, I don't think you and I are going to have a single, uh, overlapping movie no no i don't think we are either that's crazy my number one is marky mark and the funky bunch gonna go with the departed Mm, nice yeah um rough movie brutal movie but woo is it good especially mark Wahlberg. this is his best performance he's ever given for a movie um and that's including like boogie nights and stuff like that i think that this movie is just stellar uh I think Jack Nicholson should have been given the Oscar for this. His performance is out of this world. And I love Scorsese. This is the best Scorsese movie. So, yep. You know, it's funny. I guess it does make sense that you were thinking Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg was the other kind of big name because he's been in so many movies. I just, there aren't a ton of his movies that I go, that's one of the best movies ever. Like, you know, it's... Like the departed didn't oh, he's hit a me. Hit or miss. The departed didn't hit me like it hit some people. Um, I'm trying to think of of what else. Uh, Ted is funny. The happening. Maybe Ted. The happening is not good. The worst movie ever. Um, no, it's not even the worst M Night Shyamalan movie, uh, for that matter. Um, you know, Pain and Gain. What about the fighter. The fighter's okay. Yeah, the fighter's pretty good, but I I don't know. It's just. It, you're right. He, he's he's done a lot of stuff. Three Kings is probably if I were to put one in the in the, the top, like it'd probably kings. be Three Kings, because um, I I do really like that movie. But yeah, good choice. Uh, my number one is Will Smith. I have Independence Day at number one. Uh, I love this nice. movie. Nobody's ever going to talk me out of it. I don't. I don't. I know. I know it's cheese. I know it's <laughs> you know silly. I, it's, it's not cheese. It's so. It's cheese. It's but it's really no. good cheese. It's really good cheese. Welcome to Earth. Uh, that's that's cheese. You know, like that's you know, it's it's got a little it's got a little oomph on it. Um, but uh, but it is so much fun. I had so much fun with this movie. Uh, and. Really, really enjoyed kind of the return to big budget disaster movie kind of idea. And um, yeah, I really think of this and Twister as kind of a one-two punch of like bring back the the big disaster movies and uh, and really, really enjoy it. So Independence Day uh, is my number one. Very good. Very good. 
You want to know what the gurus thought? Yeah, what did the gurus have to say about this topic? Yeah, uh, number three was Eight Mile. Number two was actually what I thought was going to be your number one. That's Men in Black. Mm-hmm. And then number one was Common in John Wick 2. I knew somebody was going to mention John Wick 2, um, and I totally get that. That's it's. That's a fairly good choice. Um, Men in Black was in my honorable mentions. Uh, you know, I, I could have been Men in Black 2, Independence Day 1, but, you know, like we said, it's fun to spread out the love between different, mm-hmm. um, you know, people who fit the category. So, uh, but I did have Men in Black in my honorable mentions. I also had 22 Jump Street uh, in my honorable mentions. I think that movie is hilarious. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, uh, I think, is also worth uh, mentioning. A really fun Aquafina. movie. Um, I was I was actually thinking uh, Ice Cube and uh, Mutant Mayhem, mm. or Ice T. That who, works too. Who's who? Who is the villain in Mutant Mayhem? It was Ice Ice T or Ice Cube. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't Ice T. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the other cold one. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah. So there you go. There are the best ever challenges. Do you have any other honorable mentions you wanted to throw out there? Uh, just the other Will Smith and Mark Wahlberg ones, like uh, Boogie Nights and uh, I Am Legend, all those good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the comments, somebody mentioned The Italian Job. That's that's not a bad movie. Um, that's it's a good movie. That's a good movie. So yeah, that's that's one to throw out there as well. Uh, all right, that brings us to our buried treasure, Andrew. Flying through this episode, um, what do you got? What's that one thing in any area of pop culture that you want to make sure people know about? It's probably flying by because I'm talking so fast with all this caffeine rushing through me. <laughs> what did you like uh do like a monster or something? Like No, I had a coffee with a lot of sugar in it. Mm. Just to kind of wake me up for the show and I overdid it, so Nice. I am caffeinated. <laughs> but my buried treasure for this week is gonna be the most buried treasure I've ever done. It's a YouTube channel with I think seven subscribers. Nice. So Here's the background on this. As you all know, I play paintball all the time. And I go all the way to this town called Stratford to play. And uh, while I was playing last week, the ref who was out there, first off, I want to say this is not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's a good way to start off uh, every single bear treasure. This is not entirely my fault. The ref... Whose name is Joe. By the way, my bear treasure is called Joe's Paintball Experience. It's a YouTube channel. Young man who is record. He's the ref out at this uh, field and he likes to record people playing paintball. Okay. Well, we were all playing and uh, he, the ref, was not wearing a ref mask or a ref shirt. He was wearing all navy blue with shorts and sandals on. So it's all on him for getting shot. Um, we were playing in the woods. I really couldn't, I don't like playing in the woods all that much. You really can't see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and to that, I kept shooting the ref because he was wearing Navy blue and, uh, flip flops and I couldn't hear him saying I'm the ref. So I told him that I would give him a shout out as an apology, you know, to get nice. his channel some more views. So Joe's paintball experience, you can see me playing in some of his most recent videos uh, yeah, so come check out Joe's Paintball Experience on YouTube. I love that Buried Treasure became a make good for somebody you shot. Like, that's, yeah. you know, who would have thought? It's uh, a good... That's what Sif Pop would become. Very nice. Yeah. 
Um, what you got? I also have to. I also shot someone and uh, need mm-hmm. to make it up to them. Um, their name is uh, Io at a at a beery. Uh, no. Um, listen, I I saw theater camp and thought it was amazing, and I have to tell everybody about it. Um, this this movie is so much fun. Uh, I, I really, really enjoy Ben Platt and Molly Gordon as kind of the main leads here. I mentioned Io's in it as well. Um, you may recognize, uh, Jimmy Tatro, um, from... I love that guy. Yeah. So funny. He's kind of playing a, a similar part as what he did in that, uh, high school mock American Vandal. American Vandal. So it's it's he's really funny, he's really good. The whole cast is really good. Beyond that, if you've ever done theater, you're going to identify with so much of the precociousness here, the idea of, you know, uh, being a stage person, overperforming, all of that kind of stuff. And then somehow this movie actually has a like hit home kind of as funny as it is as over the top as it is it has this hit home heart moment for me at least at the end um that i just thought worked uh like gangbusters so theater camp is is really really good and i highly recommend uh, you check it out it is available now uh on vod so there you go io was taking over the world and i do not mind yeah no she's great she's great uh, that is Joe's Paintball on YouTube uh, and Theater Camp, uh, available now on VOD. Well, we did it, Andrew. Woo! Congratulations. Managed to do a podcast. You know, we were worried at the beginning of the show whether just the two of us could do it. But we did it. <laughs> we made it happen. Thank you so much for joining us today for Sif Pop. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other shows on the network at studiodna.media or by searching Studio DNA in your podcast player. Huge thanks to Andrew for hanging out again today. Well, thank you, buddy. And a big thanks to producer Phil for producing the audio and video show. Thanks, Phil. Much love and gratitude to our Sif Pop members for making Sif Pop a real thing. Support starts at three bucks a month. You can check all that out at the Patreon, patreon.com slash Sift Pop. Uh, get access to bonus episodes, some other fun stuff. Check all that out there. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash Sift Pop. Uh, lots of ways to connect with us. You can leave a comment, a rating, a review. Do that at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. You can also email us, feedback at siftpop.com. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like the show too, so let them know about it and that listening is much easier than replacing the great Antonio Banderas. We will be back next week with more. (laughs) I'm not sure exactly what. Plenty to catch up on, uh, but some new stuff coming out as well. So we'll see you to talk about more movies next week. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.